0: Hello,
1: everybody, and welcome to episode two ninety three of the Saradons podcast. I'm Kurt Jordan once again this week by my primal co-hosts, which I'm certain I used when we did the Gandhi show, Peter and Jake. <laughs>
2: Oh, it's okay. We can redo it again. This movie isn't worth the novelty. Um, this week, Kurt, we're we've got we've got the Bandolero edition of the cast. Don't ask me why. That was the one. Cause I'll tell you, unprompted. Uh, I don't know. The word just showed up like three times in the last twenty four hours for me, and I was like, I haven't heard this word in years. Until today, so I guess it—it it was a sign. It was a sign from the cosmos, and that's where we slotted in.
1: Yes, the cosmos, like Kramer and Cosmo, half of Cosmo
0: and
3: Wanda.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say was a, yeah. of and Wanda fame.
3: Timmy, Timmy Turner's Fairly Odd Parents. What a wonderful crew they are. Oh boy. <laughs> I am not so used get, to recording Can so we this get a Cosmo...
1: So we've had Kramer versus Kramer as a movie, right? Mm. Can we get Cosmo vs. Cosmo, where it's just Cosmo Kramer suing Cosmo, the fairy godparent, for uh, gimmick infringement?
3: As long as they use the same style of animation as Space Jam, the, the old one, I'm, I'm fine with it. Like, I want really just bizarre cut-in The worst compositing
1: yeah. you can imagine. <laughs> yeah, they used the stu- they used the stupid fucking uh, 3D model from when they did the Jimmy Neutron Fairly
3: Odd Parents crossover. Oh, God. Oh, yep. <laughs> oh, yep. God, the 3D render. <laughs> <laughs> what a good show, For but days. not the best 3 We were kids. <clears throat> we didn't care. We didn't care about that kind of shit. We were it just... was a novel
1: technology. I remember when they first went to cg for uh zords and power rangers with wild force and o2 like it was like oh this is so cool but you go back and watch it now and it looks 10 times worse <laughs> than this previous seasons where an- they used grown men and fucking block suits
2: jank <laughs> is all hell <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but yeah. like we didn't we didn't care because jimmy neutron had the memes
3: oh yeah it had the memes we didn't even you know that the was memes, the but we were getting subliminal memes before We didn't they even were... know what memes were at yeah, that point No,
1: they were, <laughs> no one ever were, heard of a meme
3: <laughs> These were fresh and deep-fried memes that were coming at us And we were there for it uh, You know, his, his dad all caked up and mom looking like a fucking snack And Carl just going after her like a dog off his leash and, a vor- and of course, as always, we're coming at you
0: <laughs> live. I thought that was going somewhere else. <laughs> there. <laughs> I thought you were going. And of course, the vor. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs>
3: There's going to be a, a couple slip of the tongues here, uh, as as we as I try to wake myself up from this it's, very it's, early morn.
2: It's nine a.m. This, kids. This
1: early morning? Where exactly?
2: This is ju- just for me. <laughs>
1: No, 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 I mean, where are we coming from? Oh, oh, where, where? Oh, this is a, a very
3: unique, uh, very unique location. We got privileged to uh, record on site uh, for the movie that we we watched this week. Uh, we actually are recording at the island uh, that Ron Perlman was developed. Uh, the second version, of course, that's the one you see in the films. Uh, the first one was a very, very failed mistake on a different island. Uh, it's where the rest of the Rons mm-hmm. uh, live out and breed. And this one is where the second one they perfected it. Uh, and I just,
2: I just got what you were talking about, Jake. Yeah, I, re- I realized. I thought for a second I thought we were talking about movies, and then I realized Jake was divulging our plans for our Ron Perlman genetic breeding program. Our so, advanced Ron Perlman development
3: This is kind we of a sneak peek actually, into our projects In yeah.
1: 2023 So so I, I do have I do have the fiduciary Responsibility to divulge the fact That we could not actually get A sample from Ron Perlman So instead we rounded up several Maine Coon cats yeah. uh, And it's kind of like in Jurassic Park Where they use the frog DNA mm. To synthesize the tiny <laughs> To fill in the, the gaps yeah. With the Maine Coons <laughs>
3: Yeah, it turns <laughs> out, turns out the changes in DNA between Maine Coon cats and uh, and ancient Ron Perlman's of days past that we found in mosquito uh, amber crystals uh, are, are pretty much this, uh, the similar enough. Yeah, you know, just
1: gotta enough. change a couple couple base pairs around and good. Yeah. Press a couple buttons on your Fitbit and the whole thing done. Just
3: yeah, and of off. course we can engineer them to where they will not be able to breed, um, and they will be docile as all hell. Uh, they'll be sterile gentle, Ron Perlman clones, gentle giant Ron Perlman clones that you can buy on our website for uh, you know four ninety nine, a fair 99. price we feel. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. forty nine payments
1: of nine ninety
2: nine. Yeah. Yep, and if you if you can't afford the whole thing, uh, we also have associated merchandise. Um, we have, you know, T-shirts, hats, and jewelry. Get your own Pearl Man necklace <laughs> at the, at our store.
1: You're not you're not rich enough to buy your lady pearls. Get her a Pearl Man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> you get it. If you don't want that, you can at least get a T-shirt. They're the cheaper option uh, for 19.99, and it's a uh, it's, it's a beautiful picture of Ron and a Maine Coon cat side by side, and it says, "My other cat is Ron Perlman."
2: <laughs> I'm I'm tempted. I need to I need to make this bumper sticker now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: My other cat, is Ron. Perlman.
2: That's a, that's a T-shirt, baby. <laughs> um, side note.
3: That
1: is actually a pretty good version That's, really That's an opportunity for us. <laughs> they a lot more marketable than some of our other bits. Yeah. <laughs> including other ones involving Ron Perlman. <laughs> like when we had the cock ring pogo stick joke. But I'm the only <laughs> one who seems to remember.
2: You're correct. In the- <laughs> I don't remember that at
1: all. It was when we were talking about the new Hellboy. it's like David Harbour's got a big cock right (laughs) now. Jake said that and then I put on and turned it into that's his mode of transportation. He just wears it on set and he uses it like a pogo stick to get around. (laughs)
0: That's
1: so good. That's a lot harder to put on a (laughs) t-shirt.
3: That is. That that, that definitely hits a different group of people. (laughs) We could
2: make a t-shirt like that though if you know how they have those like wake wake up and work out and have breakfast and you know it's like all the words down one side of the shirt you say ron perlman cock ring pogo stick (laughs) (laughs) um it's primal force this week
1: yeah uh primal force a snub for best (laughs) film editing at the 1999 oscars
2: can't believe they got this they got was like that.
3: So this was my pick for the nineties winter month, uh, and I apologize profusely uh, to my co-host because so, this was Jake, a lot we, worse. We notice, <laughs> I remember.
1: We noticed a bit of a trend with your picks.
0: Fast um, <laughs> <laughs> couple. With you
1: and monkeys.
3: <laughs> I don't know, but sometimes I love them, like Mighty Joe Young. I love that monkey. <laughs> that monkey's a great monkey. I watch that movie many times over and then there's other movies like Primal Force which is a sci-fi original piece of garbage (laughs) starring Ron Perlman for some reason in his prime in his Primal Um. Force and uh, that gave me nightmares that I had to interrupt my parents sleep to go crawl into bed because I had vicious nightmares and I was one that did not really suffer from nightmares that much
2: Oh, honey, what's the matter? I mean, I the Ron Perlman it. monkeys attacked again. I can see why
1: this movie would give someone nightmares? Because there was, was a nightmarishly I'm surprised. It,
2: I'm surprised no one got a seizure from this.
1: Yeah, well, we don't, How many editors were listed on there? Because if it's two, I think they only have the one at first, and he died of a seizure. <laughs> yeah, they they had to bring in someone else to finish.
2: They got a, they got the blind editor to do all the flash transitions. My god. It was it was like looking into the sun at some points. Um when yeah, you
1: stare at it too long. It's rumored that your face will melt off like the ark of the, like
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, ark of the parliament. Um it's I mean, the fact that I can explain this movie in two sentences, but it took the movie 30 minutes to explain itself? Tells us all.
1: Alright, I will push back on that a little bit. It only took the movie two sentences, they just chose to use those two sentences an hour and 20 minutes into the film.
2: <laughs> After repeated provocation and querying. Like, no, no, they don't need to know what's... People tuning in don't need to know what it's this is about. It's
1: a mystery if you don't tell them anything. <laughs>
2: The writer probably. It's like it's like Batman or Columbo. <laughs> they know it all from the beginning. They just they just holding out on you. <laughs> I want. Oh, what if the question was just Columbo? <laughs> Lex. So I heard you be, <laughs> so I been.
1: So I heard you were making some some back alley dealings. <laughs>
2: I heard you were mining for aluminum in uh, in northern Russia, but but I looked at this geological report, and there's no aluminum in Russia. There is no aluminum. In what Russia. there was, though, my my wife tells me she watches the meteorological news. She said that a big <laughs> media came down in the Russia.
0: Meteorological news
1: <laughs>
2: about meteors. Yes, <laughs> my wife. She knows these things. She's on it. No, you wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you, Alex? <laughs> oh, uh, Columbo! Columbo in every universe, please. Um. But until that time, oh, oh, Kurt's making adjustments. Kurt's Just made adjustments. Turn that volume up. A
1: little bit on the, the knob for for two. Okay. Uh, you might need to turn the gain up a little bit on that.
2: This guy right here. Yeah. Ticky, ticky, ticky. All oh, right,
1: that should be probably good.
2: Okay. Um. <coughs> we're we are working from a uh, in addition to the strange time, we're also working from a different setup. Yes. Um, <laughs> Kurt and I are now once again within slapping distance of each other.
3: <laughs> oh, knock him off! Oh my out God, I just saw his hand.
2: Teleporting, teleportation, tray watch station.
1: <laughs> it's a more arcane magic they don't teach you <laughs> you ever heard of darth Plagueis the wise
0: <laughs> you
2: ever heard of darth tragus the wise it's our new segment <laughs> in, darth which, tragus, the wise. in which we overthrow the republic with new movies coming out every week
1: <laughs> um there's two trailers that we care about this week and a bunch of garbage so uh um, why don't you YouTube, run through a bunch of garbage real quick here because I did not watch
2: any of it. All right, yeah. Um, well, we got the new uh, Jason Statham action comedy um, Operation Fortune Ruse de Guerre, um, which is so it's it's always promising when J- when Mister Statham starts out his movie with "I've I've got a unique set of skills." Like, oh, okay, we well, just ripped that line off, and then um, so the premise of the movie. Which again, this is—it's a three-minute trailer, so you know, front credits to end credits, everything's there, deleted scenes and all. Um, They need to steal a thing from a guy. Um, I don't think they explain what the thing is, but doesn't really matter. It's a heist movie.
1: It is MacGuffin Six Thousand, and they need to steal it from Mark number 655. Yes,
2: rich man. So their their plan is um, they hire they get an actor to um, work on a pretend movie that will entice the rich man to be like, oh, you're my favorite actor and you're doing a movie about like rich billionaires. I'm a rich billionaire. You should shadow me so you can see how I do my job
1: of being a rich for, billionaire.
2: For method acting. And they're going to use that to somehow... Finesse the, the MacGuffin from from the uh, from the bad guy, um, but in the trailer you see that it all goes wrong. You see, you see him get burned like burn notice, um, and then they so that it's so that they can show the action scenes for when the plan goes wrong because you couldn't sell it on the premise alone.
1: No, of course something has to go wrong. You have how, to how these movies work.
2: Yes. You didn't have to put such a nice bow on it, though. Um, so it's... Who else is in this thing?
1: You know what? That's an interesting idea for, like, an avant-garde student project, a heist movie, where everything goes according to plan, and nothing fucks up. (laughs) And they just do the job.
2: Well, it's kind of like what the Oceans movies are. They just kind of... They throw you... you, That's the curveball, is that they... they, It worked the entire time. (laughs) You just thought it sucked. Um... Starring so Jason Statham, Aubrey Plaza, and Josh Hartnett.
0: Aubrey
1: Plaza.
2: She is the the female agent. And then, oh yeah, Bugsy Malone's in this.
3: Probably the comedy relief too. I mean, Aubrey Plaza is known for kind of doing some more lighthearted roles. mm
2: Hmm. <laughs> after her, after a comedy role, after Parks and Rec, she's like, I need something. Well, yeah. Something. Yeah, she did.
1: She's had like three movies after Parks and Rec. She did uh, The Child's Play reboot. She did um, Bad Grandpa, I think it was. No, not Bad Grandpa. What was the one with Robert De Niro?
3: Oh. uh, I don't
1: know. Horny Grandpa, something like that. Dirty Grandpa. Some variety of Grandpa hygienists. I
2: was going to say Bad Santa, but that's not. Some
3: sexualization of Grandpa's.
1: And it wasn't The War of Grandpa, although I think he's being typecast, because that's two grandpa-based movies.
3: I wanted to say The Intern, but that's <laughs> what De Niro's in the <laughs> past 10 years has been in. Um, Are you thinking of The Intern? Because that was um, not... No, Owen Wilson and, and Vince Vaughn.
2: All right, let's 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 look it up. We're, go, we're going so to the... the
1: movie has one of the funnier lines in it. It's like, so you find yourself in a blender, what are you doing? They're just shouting answers and one of the things that emotion shouts is just lay back and enjoy the breeze. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so here's the it first dirty Yes, but this is the first article that comes up um, when I look at that. Why Robert De Niro got pissed at Aubrey Plaza during a sex scene. <laughs>
3: You're not doing it right. You gotta <laughs> jerk me off this way so I can come. That's my narrow. He
2: cousin. was he was like batting me away, and I didn't know if it was like in character or not, because you never know with him. They cut the camera, then Dan called me back and he's like Bob does not like his nipple area paid attention to, so don't do that. <laughs> that's the that's the big in article quote that they like put in like double size font.
1: Yeah. Um
3: Don't touch it
1: I it's an interesting story. I wonder how much I'd like to hear Denura's side of it because Aubrey Plaza is it's probably some variety of autistic, judging by all of her late night interviews.
2: <laughs> I have not seen that many Aubrey Plaza interviews. Yeah. Oh,
1: so she's Robert... either she's like super, super
2: awkward.
3: <laughs> gotcha. So De Niro definitely is like just like the favorite Hollywood actor because he gets to play with all the all the young up and coming little actresses here and there, and never get me too'd for it. You. He got he, he did play he did play a role in uh, uh with Anne Hathaway in the in the movie called The Intern. Cause I knew I remember he was like the old intern. Remember that movie that came across our radar a while ago? I, I think that. so. Yeah.
2: Um, just. You just made me think of something. Like, uh, the, the what? Ship is the other one when Anne Hathaway retires, does she become Anne Fullaway?
3: What? What the fuck?
2: A, she's I'm gone.
1: ignore it, Jake. If you don't feed into it, it doesn't give him the same power.
2: <laughs> it's, like, it's like uh, the thing from It.
1: It's, yeah, it's like. Um, you know, it's like it's like, I am
2: Pennywise the Clown.
1: It's the uh it's the evil thing from that R.L. Stein movie that they aired on Cartoon Network for some reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: yep.
0: Yeah. It's only real
1: if you think about it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Anne Hathaway, uh somebody who is not Anne Hathaway is uh, starring in a movie called The Raquin. Uh, that person is Alicia Silverstone reprising her role as Batgirl her and her lover uh, James Tupper as Coyle
1: uh, g- I saw the Sabin Films logo that's all I needed
3: to know yeah made by Sabin <laughs> Films Sabin Films uh, oh. uh, a couple on a romantic getaway find themselves stranded at, at sea when a tropical storm sweeps away their villa in order look at to survive CGI. The to fight the elements while sharks circle below I mean they couldn't have ordered up a nicer green screen. Oh this. yeah. We're they, gonna we're gonna
2: play this back in one quarter speed here.
3: There's some shit. Maybe maybe it's just not finished. Maybe it's still in post.
1: I, I don't <laughs> think they ever finished Satan films. No. No, I think I think She's they got a lot of this. Except for a movie. I mean look how look <laughs> how many Satan films they pump out. <laughs> The only way that this is possible is if they say you have X number of days to deliver the print to theaters or to, to video on demand because none of these ever go to theaters.
3: Yeah. Well, I think it makes and, sense uh, because they. I think that I think how they do their CG is they just go onto like Fiverr, and they just like do the lowest bidder whoever can like CG this this stuff. Just
1: like a government contract. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So they just they just go through and and see who has the lowest bid and
1: think about that every time you drive over a bridge this was built by the people who had the lowest bid
3: <laughs> oh yeah uh,
0: yeah
2: this is look at that's that that's why that's I'm why just...
3: standards and regulations exist
2: <laughs> i'm i'm sorry <laughs> i couldn't focus on anything that we were talking about because i just kept looking at the bad Here's cg
1: been, you know enamored with this movie like and the chroma lines that are clearly visible. <laughs>
3: It's a, they didn't even pour water
2: on their heads to to make them look like they were you know waterlogged. They just kind of blew their hair around and said,
1: "W where's the sea?"
2: There is literally like this is literally a kiddie pool on a green screen set, and they said, "Kneel down in this, and we'll blow the air the big fan around your face, and you'll pretend that you're wet all the way up." She's like, "Okay, thank you. I didn't want to have to redo my hair today. It took like three hours in makeup." Thank you.
3: So, the premise of this movie is that the or, or they also show basically the entire movie in the trailer, too, which is great. Fine. Don't mm-hmm. go watch the movie, thank you. Uh, they are sleeping in this hut, this villa, and the wind from the storm sweeps mm-hmm. it away. And then they start floating in the ocean. And they wake up and they're like, uh, where are we? like somebody took their mattress and put it in the middle of a lake <laughs> <laughs> and now and now they're stranded. What? <laughs>
2: this is this feels like the premise to like a young adult novel that I would read in English class like 10th grade English.
3: Yeah.
2: It, it's, it's even called wild. The Requin. Yeah. Like that sounds like a like a ELA class book.
3: Yeah. Like is the is the the lumber that's you know that is made their villa is that like the cheapest shit out there that's like sixty percent air and it's It's like it's balsa wood it it just it will float on top of water when it's constructed into a house.
1: That's
3: why it's just easily breakable too, and at some point they lose it. It it just goes (laughs) away. It disintegrates. Is it made of cotton candy? And this is the the time constraint that they have. Oh my God! Same. The salt water is eating away at our villa. Our they villa have a very raft.
1: F- fixed budget when buying their home. They bought yeah. a lot, so they had to you know build the home cheaply with the leftover in the budget. So they used poor materials such as balsa wood and hopes and unicorn tears.
2: Yeah, I mean. Uh, there, this house is made of zero percent wood. <laughs> if you look closely, I, I'm again just the the baffling uh, terrible effects because I'm looking at the shot of a house and there's very clearly an octagonal hole where the camera was shooting through. And then they said everything outside of this is a CG shot. <laughs> Please, <laughs> you can you I look at the side of this house and you can see it's like a video game level textures. You can see where it repeats.
1: The actors Peter signed is on. breaking this down like it's a fucking it's like it's Spider Man trailer.
2: Yeah, it's the fucking. It, this is my Zapruder film.
0: <laughs> I, I,
3: think, was, I think the actors signed on because they thought they were going to be shooting on to site. The left. you see the repeat <laughs>
2: Back. too. The they right. just
3: had to show up to a green screen, basically. That's, that's all it is. Mm-hmm. No well, more on site.
1: That's all Saban Studios sound stages are. They're just giant wall-to-wall green
3: screens. Are mm-hmm. well, they um, efficient, though?
2: Oh boy! They've yep, pumping them out <laughs> when you when you need Bruce Willis to be in three movies this month, <laughs> you film all the scenes. All right, walking over to green screen B. They're gonna film your next movie over there. Um, so Speaking that's Bruce Willis. I had, a, I
1: had a thought the other day. Um. Why is it that? No one ever questions that Home Alone is a Christmas movie. Yet, when you suggest Die Hard is a Christmas movie, everyone seems to have an issue with that. Home Alone is no more about Christmas than Die Hard is. They just both happen around Christmas time. So if you're going to give the nod to one, you have to give the nod to the other.
3: <laughs> so, um, that was actually something in Hawkeye that they, they confirmed Die Hard to be a Christmas movie when they grabbed a, a, a bunch of movies that were labeled as Christmas movies for our Christmas movie marathon, and Die mm-hmm. Hard was one of them. So, confirmed, Die Hard. Die
1: Hard. All is if you, if you going to Count Home Alone, you have to count Die
3: Hard. I'll, I'll do it. No, I, I, fully, I totally agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie.
2: See, now, here's the thing. I can't say that Die Hard is a Christmas movie because, because... If I say if we all agree that Die Hard is a Christmas movie, then we can't have the yearly argument of whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not, uh, and that is a Christmas tradition.
0: Okay, true. All right,
2: yeah. It'll. It, we have to keep this alive through vociferous opposition. Well,
3: we can change
1: it to like Die Hard Three should have been a Tyler Perry movie or something equally absurd.
3: <laughs> they all should have been absurd. like holiday movies. Like the second one should have been like Hanukkah based. <laughs> Easter. Like no, Easter. It's right there. Die Hard. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> was so hard to kill,
1: he came back. It
3: just, it
1: just no,
3: I think that very was. very hard. That, no, that was just Passion of the Christ. That was just that Mel Gibson movie. <laughs> and that was actually a <laughs> Die Hard uh, prequel. It well, just wouldn't I love
1: the die. That's of that movie. Mel <laughs> Gibson goes to Stereo and says, I want to make a story about the life of Jesus. Of course, the It's like, we're a crazy Christian country, let's make mega money, sure. And then is like, hold on, I only want to do the three days where he gets the shit kicked out of him by the Romans and nailed to his stick.
2: And I want him to be me.
3: <laughs> I want it to be so fucking bloody that it gets a rated art. <laughs> That's like saying,
1: I want to do the life of, um, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. But I only want to do like the 72 hours where he had really bad food poisoning and was just shitting water. (laughs)
0: Let's (laughs) do a movie straight
1: days. I mean, you're onto something, Carol. Ronald Reagan.
3: The conservatives will love it. But let's only use the scenes where he says the N word out loud. Only, the so supercut. Let's, so let's make
1: it like the Fantastic Voyage, where we see the Alzheimer's slowly envelop
0: his
2: brain. <laughs> 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 oh, um, right, speak, speaking about? of speaking of sickly sickly uh, administrations regimes, we have the next Harry Potter movie, um, Fantastic Beasts: The Secrets of Dumbledore. What
1: secrets does he hold? Is that what was in that chamber in the second movie?
2: Yeah, he, that's where he gets the secrets and he puts them in. Um, this is yeah. This is I think they're just saying you know, Dumbledore commits Operation Valkyrie against Grindelwald because they they only show like one actual thing from this where he's just like I've got a I've got a secret and if I tell you you're not gonna trust me but you you have to though you got a pinky promise. I'm giving you this stern look. Oh, and by the way, did you know Harry Potter is a big franchise with with a theme park and a stage play and seven movies and books, and you should buy it all. It's actually eight movies, the last one in two parts. Eight movies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Wait, 12 movies. Because it's basically... Tell me you've never you don't know anything about Harry Potter without actually telling me you don't know anything about
3: Harry Potter. So mm-hmm. I've heard. I, so I've heard uh, a lot of people have a lot of issues with the Fantastic Beasts series, where as and you can kind of see as you go on in the um, uh, like listing of Fantastic Beasts, uh, Fantastic Beasts the, the title gets smaller and smaller and smaller. The rest of the title is like taking Main stage. because it's getting less and less about the beast and more about just random Harry Potter. Movies. Yes, you're right. It's basically it's in
1: the tiny little corner. Above Look the at and the and, and the at that. Sure, eighty percent of the screen real estate is <laughs> secrets of
3: Dumbledore. The and of are bigger than Fantastic Beasts. <laughs> <and> it's like <laughs> Secret Dumbledore. It's like <laughs> secret Dumbledore. <laughs> like, what are they really trying to push? The beasts, so, or so here's what Dumbledore? I think.
1: I think I think they're they're uh, giving a guide to like movie theaters of what to print on the ticket because the whole title doesn't mm-hmm. fit. So just put secrets and Dumbledore
3: on the yeah, ticket. Yeah, yeah.
2: Dumbledore decrets <laughs> Dumbledore. Fantastic Decrits and the Dumbledore Decrets.
3: Um, yeah. And, and the, the real
2: secret was that Dumbledore was gay in the fifties. You couldn't let that out. Look at what they did secret. to Turing.
3: The secret was he was one of the. He was the. No, it's so bad.
2: Don't do it, Jake.
1: Yeah, I remember when she, Don't tell us you're a, a wizard, Jake. Like, fucking retroactively, wake up one day and be like, "Oh yeah, Dumbledore's gay."
2: It was I just. It was that same. See, the thing is, that it's same like, bid... Okay. he
1: didn't have any romantic involvement in any of the stories, to my knowledge, so I don't know why we're putting that
3: detail in now.
1: Jake.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: You've said some tasteless shit before, but I think that is... I know before. this is
3: modest, but I'll, I, I should not be bad. <laughs> Anyways... Um, yeah, no, this <laughs> <laughs> was like a whole. That's pretty fucking good. Uh, um, well, I don't want to get killed. Scream a cadaver, that's a quick death.
0: <laughs>
3: good lord. Um, I wonder what a secret could be. By anyways, this whole feature was for some gaming award thing about the Wizarding World, and uh, at the last, I don't know, 50 seconds of this, they shoehorned in a teaser about. Fantastic Beasts, uh, Secrets of Dumbledore. I don't know. I, I have no idea what goes on in, the, in these movies, but they showed some shit. Uh,
0: yeah.
1: I guess that well, Johnny based Depp is on out. The titles, based on the titles, I would say that uh, in the first one, they told you where to locate the beast, and in the second one, uh, Grindelwald or whatever did some crimes, <laughs> and in yeah. this one Dumbledore has a secret.
2: Yeah. Yep. See, I like I. would rather prefer this just be called Harry Potter twelve.
0: <laughs>
1: well, it would be Harry Potter negative three,
2: right? Because it's prequel. Cool. Mm-hmm. There's or a lot. They'll of... just make. They'll just make Deathly Hallows, uh, at movies eleven and twelve, and this will be the first three. They'll do it like Star Wars. Right. Gotcha.
3: So the comment section is full of people on just either sides of the spectrum, uh, autistic and. Not. <laughs> okay. Um. There are people who are just super hyped and diehard potterheads, um, or potheads as we like to call them, uh, and then there are people who are pissed that Johnny Depp, I guess, was either recast or removed. I, I don't know if Grindelwald is not going to be in this or not. So I, so
2: it's it, the potheads versus the Depp sticks.
3: Yeah. I hate what was done to Johnny Depp. However, I don't believe he'd want to see his franchise where other actors have worked so hard to create such wonderful characters to be destroyed by over. I I really I love
1: this one. think that Johnny Depp just did this for the paycheck. I don't think he has any emotional attachment.
2: Yep.
3: Justice for I, Johnny Depp.
2: I love this one. The first movie is basically my favorite movie ever. Sad thing is, Johnny Depp isn't here anymore, so no money from me might just wait for the great people of the internet to post it.
1: The the thing, uh, like, the only... Like, I get people being mad about the ouster of Johnny Depp, especially with Amber Heard still getting work regularly. Mm-hmm. But you're not a big enough force to get the studio to do anything about it. But You're in the wrong place. If you want to be heard by the studio, you have to complain on Twitter.
3: Unless it's a flashback, Johnny Depp is still uh, listed as the top cast in it. It's... It must be a flashback. He
2: he takes some polyjuice in the middle and he he turns into Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah. Why doesn't Kojima do, like, a Harry Potter movie? We should do, you know, Metal Gear Wizard.
3: Me- Metal Gear Wizarding World. So what? Are Deathly Hallow the- Stranding. What are the you two? They what- were hard to understand before. <laughs> no, not
2: at all. are you saying, Dick?
3: What are the two trailers that are the the? the, the well, plot, we. The,
0: the,
2: the well, chef's kiss? I'm just curious. I mean, it's. Uh, right. Are there any others that we need? That talk- oh it's not McGruber It's not MacGruber. Oh, it's um, not
3: McGruber? Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's talk.
2: We'll talk about MacGruber. Um, this was a show from 80s?
3: No, Mac
1: Gruber is a parody from SNL of MacGyver, which was a show in the 80s about a dude who
0: yeah.
1: took a lot of random shit and put it together to mm-hmm. make something awesome and had the sickest mullet of the decade. Yes. Um, and they revived MacGyver recently on one of these channels. And so I guess as as one comes, so the other must, and we have MacGruber coming back. Uh, so I think I think that's Will Forte. Yeah, Will yes. Forte,
3: and Chris um, and Wig too is. A... So
1: yes, her, his assistant. So they did a MacGruber movie uh, way back in like '08, and I only remember it because um, Chris Jericho and a bunch of other wrestlers at the time had. Cameos in it because WWE is under the NBC Universal banner, so mm-hmm. like we need we need scary looking dudes for this movie. <laughs> they called up Vinny Mac.
2: <laughs> Get in this.
1: Um, but yeah, so I guess they're, they're bringing this back and discount Lawrence Fishburne. No, that's
2: that's Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> he he did he skipped out on Matrix Resurrection so he could be in the Magruber <laughs> oh, no. show.
0: Oh no.
1: <laughs> oh, Lawrence, you're looking rough, man. <laughs> I didn't recognize you.
2: He's a, yeah, he's a little on there. Um, so, I don't know. This this has a variety of humor. So I don't know if it's my variety movie, of humor.
1: The movie *McGruber* has gone on to garner somewhat, something of a cult following. Um, it was not very successful at the time. Um, I remember nothing about it. So <laughs> it didn't leave much of an impression with me. But uh I guess they're they're thinking, well the MacGyver show came back and did reasonably well. Uh there's no reason that Matt Gruber can't also do well. <laughs> so we're gonna what shove go this over? on Peacock, a streaming service that No one has for Peacock. The only reason anyone subscribes to this is because that's where the WWE Network is now. Mm -hmm. And we're going to put this out and we're going to bring back (laughs) Billy Zane? (laughs) They brought back Billy Zane? Uh,
2: That's right. And they got Kristen Wig in her Kristen Wig.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I definitely have Peacock because I got it for free with my internet service. And... Also, because sometimes NFL is on there, so
2: hooray! Mm-hmm. That's Peacock. That's what it's for.
3: There's really not much. I mean, you got Boss Baby on there. Yeah. <laughs> Don't really know what the
2: Boss uh, Baby. Halloween kills. Yep. Um,
1: nothing, nothing but the best.
2: Best and the brightest.
1: All yeah. right, let's get into. Let's, let's talk about the real ones. Let's, let's nod to the good part. Um, we'll start with uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited. I feel like uh, this is going to be a worthy follow-up because they're doing... They're doing enough different to keep it fresh. Um, mm-hmm. And... It's... Uh, they, uh, it seems like they're making the right decisions.
2: They're They're playing it... Yeah, they're playing it where... Um, you know, the first one was introduce, can we put a Sonic, can we put the Sonic Man in with like, live action actors and Earth? Can we make that work? Okay, we made it work. Okay, now we can start putting game stuff in here.
1: Yeah, so we got the Master Admiral. I mean, I feel like I'm kind of betraying a bit of my stances on this stuff where, you know, it's like, oh, I know what that is! And there's a lot of that in this trailer, and I know I shouldn't like get too excited about it but mm-hmm. you know it makes sense like you have knuckles in there you have the master emerald in there that that shows me that they at least know enough about knuckles character to like have those two be inextricably yes. linked yes um and you know jim carrey's back as Eggman. man uh, i'm excited about him he, he's got the look to him now yep I love his assistant uh tails is in there tails uh voice annoy me, so that's a good he's sense. i
2: think it's the actual tails voice from the games
1: yeah um i think so too and uh yeah they, they got the the tornado in there they a lot of a lot of scenes you'd recognize if you played the games and it looks like there's going to be a little more action in there um the mm-hmm. humor seems like it's like
2: they're gonna it looks like they're gonna go through like actual zones yeah, in this like game there's like there's, there's a ca-
1: that look like snow cap zone um there's there's a couple other uh things they look like that looked like zones from sonic 3 Um, then you got sonic and knuckles doping it out um unlike sonic he does not chuckle
2: and uh, idris elba i i think he's he's a good fit for knuckles
1: i i don't know i'm just so used to knuckles sounding like dan green yeah sonic x tv show (laughs) yeah I don't know why they couldn't get Dan Green. What's he got going on these days?
2: <laughs> I'm I'm actually, you you ask these questions and I get curious.
1: Um, I can't imagine it's 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 a it's a full slate. Um,
2: uh, let's see.
1: Donkey Kong
2: that? <laughs> um, filmography. Here we go. Um. Oh, it doesn't have him in chronological order. Okay,
1: here we go. 2020. Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution was his last okay. um, English thing, but he did Manju the Donkey King uh, also in 2020. So, yeah, he's got a clear schedule. Why couldn't we get th- I
0: demand justice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I demand Dan um, but no, Knuckles. This looks good.
1: I, you know, Now that I've seen the first Sonic movie... And I know that they did right by it. Mm-hmm. Some of the question marks I would have had if this mov- this were the first movie. Yes. I don't have those question marks anymore, so I'm, I'm reasonably excited about what I've seen in here. Um, the logo's also cool. Um, comments are turned off, <laughs> because I guess this is technically a kid's movie.
2: Yep. <laughs> um, I mean, that it, to be fair, like the dialogue is is definitely kids movie dialogue
1: yeah i mean it, it it for sure was a kids movie um even though i think the median age of sonic fan at this point is like 40
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um,
1: but the first one did well uh, everyone support this one because again we have a chance to send a message to hollywood that if you listen to fan feedback and, you know,
2: improve mm-hmm. your
1: shit, you will be financially rewarded.
2: Oh, that does, uh, that kind of reminds me, because we're talking about video game shows. Um, Halo Show. It's coming out. Brian David Gilbert, yes. ecstatic. Finally being able to apply his lore. Um, they have Mr. Chief.
3: I'm so fucking hyped.
2: They've got Mr. Chef. Himself.
3: So this, I, I thought this might have been what your second movie was, or second trailer was going to be about. Nope. Nope.
2: nope. The nope.
1: second trailer dropped like literally after we finished the show
3: last week, unfortunately. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Duh. Oh yeah. I keep offering because I watched that. A doy. a doy. A doy, Jake. Um. Anyways, yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. We had the Game board, so we got the Halo trailer. Uh. It is a Paramount, <laughs> Paramount Plus TV yeah, yeah, yeah. series. I I am happy they are doing a show instead of a movie. There's a lot of content you can put into it. So I'd rather them take their time. I was a big fan of the Forward Unto Dawn uh, miniseries mm-hmm. that came out uh, a while ago. That was, I think, in... Uh, I think that was for Halo Reach or Halo 4? I forgot which one it was exactly. I think it was, it was Halo Reach. Four. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows? Because it had because it um, had the no one can know. Yeah,
1: Dunn, yeah it, was four. it was for four.
3: Because yeah. it had it followed the story of like a a a, a student who then became like a, a like an admiral or. But though I suppose General. technically, um,
1: Halo Reach was the fourth Halo, was not
3: it? Yeah. Well, yeah. The yeah. events of Halo huh. Reach, the events of Reach came before. Yes, uh, so it's prequel.
2: We'll reach. Turns True. out there's an extensive timeline. Oh my god! For stuff that happens I mean, in Halo.
3: Like Halo, like the events of like Halo One, even Halo Reach, um, moving forward, barely scratches the surface of the lore that the books have written, which is pretty bonkers. But that. Uh, oh yes. They're <laughs> we're not. Well, we're well perfect.
1: acquainted with with all the craziness in the book.
3: Yeah, they're they're not going to touch upon that. I think they're, this is so. I'm looking at the cast just to kind of get an idea of what's going to happen because they showed a lot uh, of what of just set pieces that they're going to have. Um, they showed some other Spartans. They showed obviously Master Chief uh, and his like uh, full suit, which is fantastic. It, it's uh, accurate to the current games uh, right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, early renderings. And like the CG and the towns, and um, uh, they showed high high clarity, which was like the covenant, like command ship that they have. Uh, I, I don't know if some of the pieces were from Halo itself, like the actual ring. Uh, and they really didn't show many of the aliens, I don't believe it was just kind of like a lot no. of military uh, scenes of them like getting ready, pelicans departing. Pelicans look dope. Like yep. I said, all of it looks very alien, very Halo-esque. Um, mm-hmm. But the, uh, the the casting has got me intrigued. So they give the names, so they did get Jen Taylor back as Cortana. Um, of course. So Something
1: Microsoft couldn't manage to do for the Cortana <laughs> app on Windows. Also.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That, that would have been amazing oh my god if they could feel like i feel like now they can oh, with i mean, like, they could have in the
1: first place they just didn't
3: well even mm. for like recording all of the all the sound i don't know if they could oh anyways doesn't matter uh they got somebody uh named natasha McGellhorn as uh dr halsey so she's a huge uh part in it they have somebody cast as uh Jacob Keys and also Miranda Keys uh, mm-hmm. which I'm like so I'm trying to figure out where this takes place because after Halo the first one uh, you know Captain Keys dies spoiler alert so oh. uh, uh, maybe it's a flashback maybe this is gonna go span it's definitely uh, uh, gonna
2: be a prequel like I feel like it's gonna end on the pillar of autumn
3: um, the, my only concern right now is the person who's playing Master Chief who is uh, well one technically we see his face now it's Pablo Schreiber which I don't think that is the voice of uh, Master Chief
0: well, oh no, Steve Chief Downs is, is
3: largely
1: there. a silent protagonist he doesn't do a lot of talking
3: I get that, but I'm not seeing I'm not seeing uh Steve Downs as the voice of uh, Master Chief anywhere.
2: They said they saw the man, Paramount saw the Mandalorian and they're like, "They have they have a mask guy voiced by a Pedro. We need a mask guy, but we don't have a Pedro. Do we have a Pablo?"
3: Is a discount Pedro. Yeah, a Pablo. Uh so um, unless I'm unless it's really far down here and I'm just missing Steve Downs
1: you know what the first th- movie I saw with uh, Pedro Pascal it was? It was the uh, made-for-TV Burn Notice Sam Axe movie. <laughs>
2: oh, he was in that. Yeah, he
1: was the uh, leader of the uh, bad guys. <laughs> yeah. In that movie,
2: Jake, we need to watch that movie sometime.
1: Yeah, it's actually not bad.
2: No, it's it's a good, it's a good one. You're gonna watch it, Siden. You you won't have any Burn Notice experience.
1: I don't think you really need it.
2: No, it's just it's Bruce Campbell. Dude, yeah. Bruce
0: Campbell.
1: I don't, The only secrets they learned were that of my high school football team. <laughs> for offenses, we call this one the zone blitz.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's too good. So, so
3: that kind of kind of concerning that uh, they, they kind of recast the voice of at least Master Chief, possibly. Uh, unless they don't have him cast and it's going to be a surprise. I don't know why. Um, the other cool thing is that we're going to see a bunch of other Spartans, who I don't really think we've seen a whole lot of. Um, so they have mm-hmm. them listed all on IMDb. and You yeah, see one of them in the trailer.
1: indication that this is probably a prequel, because the density of Spartans after the events of Reach is...
2: Low, drastic go down. <laughs> uh, why don't they ever? Why didn't they ever make Halo football? And then you have the Sportons. They,
3: they do. It's called... No, they <laughs> do. How was I say they do? It's called Oddball. It's a. Game oh yeah, they have Oddball. <laughs> fuck
1: Oddball. Don't talk yeah. to me about Oddball.
3: Then you won't like ranked because Oddball is one of the uh, yes, options for ranked. That's
1: one of my issues with it right now is that i can't queue up to just play slayer i have to sit through a fucking oddball game every fifth game
3: well i don't know how i don't know how uh, like competitive is like the with like the pros are going to be but i'm pretty sure it's going to be similar to overwatch where you, you play a series of three different game types uh so you can't just like master one game type and then have that be it but well, uh, oddball oddball but... should not be one of those games. No, I, I I agree. I agree. It shouldn't be. What's it should a, be something else.
2: What's the difference between oddball and juggernaut?
3: Um
1: I forget. Juggernaut you have buffed
3: health I as the juggernaut. Like Harder to kill.
1: And it's like a you know a fairly balanced one V All experience. Mm-hmm. Oddball is just fucking tedious. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Because you can't use weapons while you have the ball, right?
3: No, but you can hit faster. You than
2: can melee. You
3: can. You actually melee faster than normal. And uh.
2: What a power up!
3: It, well, what it, a strength!
1: If you can get in close, it's quite. It's
3: it's, quite it's definitely a benefit. You can if somebody like one v ones you, you can at least kill them. Because
0: mm-hmm. two melees will kill. It's it's, it's a too sad.
2: bad. It's too bad that guns can't hit yeah, you at range.
3: But you can <laughs> drop the ball easily so if you need to you can it's drop an it. annoyance
1: and like i'm not saying it's it's like impossibly difficult i'm saying it's just not very fun
3: <laughs> no i it's definitely the, the least of my favorite game modes for that but it is what it is so uh yeah i, I don't know there's not a whole lot uh revealed about this yet um alien storyline aliens threaten human existence in an epic 26th century showdown TV series based on the video game Halo Um, yeah nothing else released for that oh
2: oh hello oh (laughs) Oh, hello
3: yeah I can't wait for this to go on Broadway uh, as oh Halo (laughs) (laughs) that'll be great
2: it's me Master Chief and I'm the Arbiter (laughs)
0: We're getting kicked (laughs) out of
3: our New York City apartment. It's been rent-controlled for 23...
1: For those of you who recognize that this is not the side of the door that the masseuse should be on, you're at the right show.
2: (laughs) August 30th, 2552 through 2557. Steely Dan... Please Reach. We
1: completed for nine straight nights. Uh, you and I know a lot about Steely Dan. All right, look, right, I've got, I got, a, I got a house to see at eleven, so we should start.
2: <laughs> to talk about our start big trailer.
1: Through these. Um, so the big trailer here is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. They're they're back. The long-awaited sequel to Into the Spider-Verse has come, and as promised in the post-credits scene. Oscar Isaac has come in as Spider-Man 2099. Um, we see him, we see Miles, we see Gwen, we do not see... I don't think we see any of the others. in
2: this. I don't part. know if John Mulaney is going to be back in this one.
1: Um, well, yeah, they might...
2: I don't know if Nick Cage is going to be back in this one.
1: Yeah, I would be a little sad if he didn't have... Uh, Wait. Peter Parker in there. Wait, could
2: Nick, Page, Nick Cage come back as Spider-Pig? <laughs> <laughs> After doing Pig?
1: Oh, they do tag part one yeah, um, it's going to be a two-part movie, or is this just their first trailer, and that's the that's what the part one is there.
3: My guess um, is I thought I assumed it was a part one of a movie, uh, and this there was going to be another part two.
1: I mean, I, I I'm always down for more Spider Verse. Sure.
3: Um, yeah. I mean, I I, I wouldn't see why this, this wouldn't this. be included.
1: October seventh, twenty twenty-two is a long way away. Um. But the hype train is building, which could be dangerous, because the, mm-hmm. the, the more the hype train builds, the, the greater the chance for the letdown. But I have faith in these guys. They made a really good movie, and I think they have a, a storytelling formula that is sustainable. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and again, the the trend in um, sequels and stuff now is, um, because of the the way that You make a franchise now is by building out your universe with more and more different types of stuff instead of making similar movies again and again um we were just talking about this with sonic right where they laid the groundwork and now they can really kick up the experimental stuff like in this trailer like the main thing is the main feature of this trailer is that they're in another universe with an entirely different art style
1: yeah so they go into the spider-man 2099 Universe, um, which I guess this is where that's this is where most of the movie is going to take place. Um, twenty ninety nine is cool. I, I wish they did more stuff, that just in general, twenty ninety nine uh, universe because I, I enjoyed a lot of the twenty ninety nine stuff. X Men twenty ninety nine was pretty cool. Spider Man twenty ninety nine obviously, um, and they can have their Hispanic fights. <laughs> They're
0: both
3: Hispanic. Hispanic fights, yes. The big controversy right now is that Miles' hair changed.
0: It's maybe
1: not as tightly coiled, and that's the only difference I see.
3: Yes, it's more Hispanic. <laughs> How could he have gotten more Puerto Rican since the last movie? It doesn't make sense.
1: Oh, it's not like he's going through puberty or anything. Continuity
3: errors. <laughs> This this male cannot change his hairstyle. He needs to keep his tightly. No one has ever changed
1: hairstyles ever. That's not like that's a big thing in both of those cultures.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, especially for a young man coming of age, where his dad probably finally lets him test out like hair products.
3: His dad's finally
1: okay. You can do something crazy with your hair, Miles. Meanwhile, the the, the, uh,
3: the uh the comic book depiction is just him with like a buzz cut. Yes. I will say that makes more sense for a suit because his hair would make the suit a little bit more puffy at the top and we don't see that. I yeah. feel like we should see more puffiness in his suit. So
1: I'm not really worried about the quality of this. If Phil Lord and Chris Miller can take a, you know, just travesty of a character that was Miles Morales prior to 2018, Mm-hmm. and turn him into a popular enough character to get his own video game um, I think they'll do just fine
3: yeah the exaggerated swagger of a black team oh alright
1: let's move on to the follow up for the weekend of December 3rd through the 5th 2021 weekend 49 just 3 weeks to go people um, mm-hmm. With three weeks to go, we have Encanto at the top of the box office, grossing 13.1475 million dollars, down 51.7 percent. 39.8 980 theaters, 3,000 per theater. Take um, that's made how much money worldwide? Mr. Worldwide brought in a hundred and twenty point nine million dollars, so not terrible, but a lot worse than like Raya and uh, yep. some of the other Disney movies. In second place, we have Ghostbusters: Afterlife, um, pre-death but after life. This movie takes place in and uh, did. <laughs>
2: Like its name implies, it's uh, in a state of purgatory.
1: Yeah, it brought in $10.3 million down 57.2%. Big hits all across the box office today. No one went to see movies last weekend, it seems. Uh, mm-hmm. But Ghostbusters Afterlife has brought in $147 million in how many weeks? Three?
2: Uh, yes, looks Three like.
1: Weeks. So Encanto will... Probably catch it worldwide by next week if it holds on. I don't know. Encanto dropped off pretty hard as well. Then again, so did Afterlife. That will be an interesting battle to watch. House of Gucci uh, took it on the chin, down 51.5 themselves and out of six theaters. Um, mm-hmm. It's... How much money have you made? Domestically, it's made $36 million and another $34 uh, worldwide, and there's some decimal action going in there to bring it to seventy-one point seven. All told, um, Christmas with the Chosen, the Messengers.
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, this is like Dark Christmas too. Christmas of
3: the Dark.
2: So I nice. I looked at this, and the Chosen is a TV series. It's like a Christian TV show. Um
1: well you know I believe that because this made four million dollars in just seventeen hundred theaters was a fathom event.
2: So. I, I love this quote here. Series creator Dallas Jenkins wanted to create a series about Jesus that could be binge watched. We already <laughs> have weekly releases. We don't that. need we don't need Jesus streaming we on demand. Just need
1: Something that people can just sit down and binge out on Jesus, because you know gluttony is not one of the seven deadly sins or anything like
2: that. Mm. So what this is is not—it doesn't actually have anything to do with the chosen. It's just like Christian artists doing a—it's a Christmas music special. Is it hosted on- by- it's on the set of the chosen so it's all your favorite locations from the tv show uh with all your fame your favorite christian uh artists doing christmas songs probably i'm guessing i'm guessing christian artists like it could just be regular like country music people or or yeah, other musicians i'm just, just making uh callous inferences
3: uh, I just watched the uh, trailer. Uh, it seems like the, it's like the birth of Jesus, whatever. They they go through that, and it's got that is what things. Christmas is. It is. Yes, so, it is. well, no, it, I mean, it shows like the depiction of like Mary and Joseph and finding. The Can I just episodes. point out that
1: Jesus's parents were named Mary and Joseph, so like it was not outside the realm of possibility that we would get like, I don't know, Jim Bob,
3: the son of God. <laughs> Jim Bob well, they of didn't say their names, so I, I'm just leaving that up to assumption. Craig
2: of Nazareth. <laughs>
3: we'll, we'll see Craig if they Christ. keep. We'll see if they keep the continuity the same. Uh, so who knows? You never know.
1: Um, it takes. Oh wait, I'm sorry. We still have.
0: <laughs> still have many.
1: Still have movies. Get ahead of myself. Eternals in fifth, four million dollars down, forty-eight point four percent. How much did you make all told? million. That's not a bad sum. Um, In 6, we have Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City down 49.5%, $2.6 million. It also happens to find itself in our spotlight. It's it's that time of the show where we look at the film in in our spotlight, and we Mm -hmm. see how it does critically by going to IMDb and reading
2: the real reviewers, real because reviewers. we need those real reviewers. Which, what were we talking about last night? So
1: we discovered, like uh, yesterday, Peter and I, this sci-fi. Original oh yes, called Magical Girl Transformation Goon Squad or something. <laughs> it was
2: um, yeah, uh, magical friendship squad i knew about this before and i knew it was a terrible show so magical girl friendship squad because we were looking at shows on sci-fi we're like what what shows did sci-fi do um and this was a widely panned uh show that was it was um you know magical girls but like with a family guy twist where they're like young adults doing adult things so like they smoke weed and swear. And then they turn into magical girls and they you know, just watch Panty and Stocking. It's a much better show. I promise you. So
1: the, the, the takeaway from this is that on Rotten Tomatoes it has 100% because of, on one review from and Common Sense Media, which wasn't even really a favorable review. It was just what parents need to know about letting their kids watch the show, which is all Common Sense Media does. But somehow the algorithm or Someone with an agenda at Rotten Tomatoes marked that as a positive review. So this is 100% fresh. This is higher freshness on the tomato meter than Paddington 2 right now.
2: Yeah, and then we looked at the audience score, and it was like a 37.
1: So this is why, like, you might think it's a joke because I play up some of the humorous aspects of, of it when I rant about, you know, real reviewers or real reviewer traits. It's an actual like good thing to do to read these reviews and not just rely on aggregate sites because shit like this happens. Like I've read a lot of rotten tomato reviews that have been marked as fresh that were I would consider to be fairly negative. <laughs> and they also Rotten Tomatoes did a dirty thing where they took away or made it at least a lot harder to find the actual score of the movie. So you have the tomato meter, which is just a representation of the consensus of whether or not critics liked or disliked the movie. Along with that comes, it came past tense, a score that was more of like a 7 out of 10 or a 6.4 out of 10 that averaged the actual scores of the review. So not all, hun- you could have two movies that are like 98% fresh, mm-hmm. one's like an 8.4 and others is like a 6.2, but because they were both Mostly Fresh. favorably yeah. reviewed, they're on the same footing as tomato meter. Exactly.
2: So we're well, we here. We don't
1: have any of those problems down in IMDb land. Nope. Uh, where the where the trolls come out from harassing Billy Goats if you give them a quarter, and they'll tell you about what's in the cinema. <laughs> uh, for those of you who are curious, it has a 29% unrotten tomatoes tomatoes Tomatoes, 5.6 on IMDb. Uh, but Just Riffy has a review here, a 10 out of 10. Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Finally! Two exclamation marks. A Resident Evil movie that follows the first two games. I love the games. And love the idea of the games being turned into films. The previous films, for my taste, were poor. Exclamation mark. That's an interesting choice of punctuation. Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City. Story. Is taken from the first two games. <laughs> I like how they added all the characters, and built a story around it. Just wish they had a bigger budget, and was a wider release. Four out of eight found
0: that
3: helpful. Wow. T-dokes. Yeah. Well, of course, I got the the Sigma males uh, and the galaxy brained uh, giants of thought coming in for the one out of tens, and they know what's up. They don't, they don't miss anything. One out of ten says Dookie86563 Incomprehensible. <laughs> awful. Zero raccoons. <laughs> Nothing like the games. Suck. Fight scenes are awful. I don't know why they forced the first two games together despite them originally being set months apart. The only good part was the funny man from Victorious. Utterly incomprehensible. Hate it. 26 out of 39, found that helpful. Wowzers. Um, Zero records. I liked it for the zero records.
2: Zero Zero raccoons. Zero raccoons. No rankings. (laughs) Um, From JP91 here, we got a 4 out of 10. Bad film, really bad. A film that is more closely based on the video game, but the result is a very bad, almost terrible. The story is set in 1998. However, the costume design is pathetic. The costumes look totally like those used in current 2020s. Along with this air also comes the art direction. Perhaps a little more worked, but finally poorly done. The objects that appear throughout the film do include 90s models, but it is full of anachronisms, such as the VCR, model from the early 80s, the cell phone, model from the early 2000s, etc. The makeup effects are dire. The zombies look like clowns. Maybe the only good design in the whole movie is that of the character named Lisa Trevor. Digital special effects are pathetic, similar to those bad effects seen in films from the late 2000s and early 2010s. The performances are redeemable, but not at all outstanding. The cinematographic direction is practically nil. The script is interesting, but lousy carried during development. What? <laughs> <laughs> having having a couple of interesting scenes, which are the only good things about the whole movie. Again. <laughs> they're, they're not talking about anyone in specific. Um, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City is an unfortunate production that should not have seen the light. I hope there is no sequel as the middle credits of the film promised one. Uh, 59 out of 105.
1: Alright, well, Franklin LaPaz here has a differing opinion. Uh, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, 10 out of 10, submitted November 27th. Aloha! False low rating.
2: Damn, I, I drank all my Bonjour,
1: drink. mon ami. The film was super epidemic on the big screen. Great storyline. It's scary. Eat some movie nachos and a Diet Coke to watch this movie. A great turn-on, Resident Evil... One in two video games put on this film. Watch it. Merci. beaucoup. <laughs>
3: Six <laughs> out of twenty-five.
2: That's oh up. my goodness.
3: What, what, what is this man? What is he? What is he doing?
2: He's out here. He's on the fringes.
3: Um, does
1: he have any other reviews? Uh, he gave a 10 out of 10 to the Fringe Dispatch, a 9 out of 10 to Shang-Chi. A 7 out of 10 to Old and an 8 out of 10 to Cruella. He's
2: just a happy guy who just loves movies.
1: He loves movies. Yeah, he gave a uh, 10 out of 10 to IP Man 4.
2: <laughs> Is there anything yeah. below like a 6 that he's given?
1: I have, he. Okay, hold on. Charlie's Angels from
3: 2011. He... No, he's, he's, he likes everything that he's wow. doing hey, Man needs to
2: calibrate his scale.
3: This is why we picked these. This is why, these mm-hmm. is why we picked these people, because they are some of the most, the happiest and angriest people <laughs> in the world. Sometimes
2: both at the same time.
3: Yeah, like Lar- Larval. Larval says, one out of ten, don't bother, dot, dot, dot. It makes the Mila Djokovic films even better to me. This is an awfully executed, boringly, boringly. A boringly, disjointed, terribly miscast, soulless mix of two games and crushingly bad movie experience. On top of that, colon, worst CGI I've seen in quite a bunch of years. The jump scares are cheap and without the tension nor the build-up, like in the games and some of the previous movies. I don't know what is Kaya Skoll Delario doing here. The franchise, even being what it is, the actors as, and as the audience deserves, the <laughs> actors and we as the audience deserve so much better than this. These reviewers
2: sound like they've been been infected with the T virus. Like they've <laughs> lost. Like in multiple reviews, we've seen like not like. The comical, ridiculous, uh, bad grammar, but just like the subtle loss of grammatical function. Yeah, yeah something deeper the, running under the it's surface small
3: here. Deterioration of, uh, of of the brain function due to their their t. Virus. Or as I call it, oh.
2: the brunction.
3: Uh, one out of eight one oh eight hundred eight out of one hundred ninety-four found that helpful. So yay.
2: Yep, and then the last one here from uh, Gabdev. Uh, we've got six out of ten. Uh, just two things. Now, as I'm reading this, I, I have not read this review yet, um, but I'm going to challenge all of us here and you at home see if they actually have just two things okay. and if we can identify those two things. Um, okay, so here's the deal. Was I expecting an Oscar-worthy movie? No, and that's okay. If you play the games, you will appreciate what the directors focus on, the game details and the monsters because they were fantastic. The two things that made this movie hard to enjoy was the writing slash storyline. If you never played the games, you have zero clue as to what went on in the story. Don't waste your money. And the actress who played Claire, Kaya something. She is such a horrible actress and so unlikable in all her movies, I was going to lose it in the theater. Can't stand her. Other than that, 6 out of 10. Go have some fun, gamers. So, ten, I did manage to 19. find one,
1: one out of ten in Mr. Happy's review history here, and it was for House of the Dead movie. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, one out of ten. There have been a few, like, sixes here and there. And he gave it three. He wrote Leprechaun Origins, so.
2: leprechaun, Leprechaun! Unrelated to the previous Leprechauns.
1: Um. So that's Resident Evil. That's Resident Evil. the big red dog. Hemorrhage's money, down 62.4%. 1.8 million. That brought in 51 million both wide. So,
2: Do you not have the tail I was expecting.
1: No. Uh, Dune is an eighth, 1.846 million. Only down 11% for Dune. King Richard Dune. falls two more spots into ninth. 1.227 million dollars down 62.5 percent in its third week because everyone had enough of will smith uh 22 million dollars worldwide uh, i don't think this movie should have cost much to make but i'm sure will smith did not come cheap even though it is mm-hmm. his movie <laughs> um, and rounding up the top 10 we have Sword Art Online, Progressive Aria of a Starless Night.
2: That's Opening right. Opening
1: with $1.05 million in 800
3: theaters. Oh, boy.
2: Yep. Um,
3: what is that title? Oh. <laughs> I have watched a lot of, of Sword Art. I have no idea. I, I
2: guess, guess there's a... Thing. I think that's the second... Maybe the second series is Sword Art Online, Progressive. So they made a movie for the second series... Um, Here, here's the description for this one um, which is basically also the description for the show high school student Asuna struggles to survive with a young swordsman after it's revealed that she is trapped inside the game of sword art online where if your HP drops to zero your brain will be destroyed in real life
3: that's okay
2: that's just what the show is
3: that is literally just the show I, I think I saw a trailer for this and I was very confused because from what I understand, they're on like the third season and they are way past the Sword Art Online original, right. like, I universe. think the end of
2: the first season was they beat the game and everyone got out
3: end of the first half oh, okay yeah, okay. even without too many spoilers <laughs> alright, well yeah.
1: so that's so that's that. Let's let's hustle through gaming news here first because I gotta go soon. Um, it takes sure. two wins. Game of the year at the Game Awards. Um, cool. That's a, a pleasant surprise. I feel I never actually got around to playing. It takes two, but you know, good on co-op mm. making a comeback. They had a, an interesting premise and interesting art style. So that's all fine and dory. Activision Blizzard reacts to unionization talk with some anti-unionization talk with their C- CAO uh, Brian Boulotto saying it would be easier to make changes without a union or um, appear to disagree that's a Good statement
2: think. there um, can we let's uh, go over the just run through the, the game trailers from the game awards
1: yeah
2: for we quick about sure we can just do that all right um, star wars go, i'll, I'll if there's anything cool here. star wars eclipse it's a star wars kind of a game i think it's um, a high republic okay so it takes place in the high republic laser swords star wars droids that's it um yeah
3: there's yoda in there so
2: got we do got a yoda um elden ring i'm sure it's fine i didn't watch it i'm like elden ring is elden ring and when it comes out all its fans will flock to it there's a lot
3: of there's a lot of gameplay already out for elden ring since they had the uh, server test so go watch some of that if you want to know what elden Ring's all about
2: yep uh cuphead is getting delayed i think or coming out they they had the first actual trailer for their dlc um at least three new bosses um and it was a cute little thing where they had little puppets uh, Sonic Frontiers. This is Breath of the Sonic. Um, it's Sonic Sonic of the Wild where he can run around an open world now and it's it just looks <laughs> it's just Breath of the Wild.
1: It does look very
2: similar to uh, um, I mean, the Hylian future. People have wanted the free running Sonic game for a while now. We'll see what Sega decides the official take on that concept should look like.
1: Yeah, I think Sonic and open world has potential to do something similar to uh, Mario Odyssey. Um, you know, I I always have excitement for a new Sonic game even though I'm often disappointed. You always hope that they they have another generations in them somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully this is that.
2: Yep. Um Dune Spice Wars. Dune was one of the first real-time strategy games on the computer. The the Dune strategy game, and they're bringing it back again because Dune's popular again. So, um, people are hyped. They're like, oh yeah, the classic. It's a classic, uh, property to make it. Um, Lord of the Rings Gollum. It's the Gollum stealth game that everyone wanted. You know, our favorite Lord of the Rings character, Gollum.
1: I think he has a lot of
0: people's favorite character (laughs) (laughs)
2: could be very well could be um destiny 2 witch queen that's a new dlc i know the only reason i care about it is because they put the halo pistol as a (laughs) as a pistol in it and everyone's like yeah yeah it's a good weapon it's a good pistol
3: they're doing a a, a couple things that are like halo themed because bungie uh is doing their 30 year anniversary or something like that Mm mhm yeah
2: yeah um doki v uh which is I've been keeping track of because that game still looks like the graphic, the graphics really nice on it. They, um, they said, they heard people saying on when their first trailer came out, like, Oh, the FPS was dipping in some scenes. It's slowing down. They're like, Oh yeah. Oh, you want to see our FPS. Okay. And then they made a five minute music video for like the Asian music awards, um, in full, like 4k 60 FPS with mocapped, uh, the idol group that did the theme song for the game did also did the music video um so that's hype still hype for that game and then we have uh suit there's a couple um dc games coming out wonder woman is coming out um it's a wonder woman and then suicide squad killed the justice league which is they saw guardians of the galaxy and they're yeah. like okay that game did well, and we're already based on Guardians of the Galaxy, so might as well just make our version of that game.
3: I laugh. At, I laugh at Wonder Woman because the, the announcer came on and said, uh, I, "I checked Twitter, and this one wasn't leaked beforehand." And I'm so happy, and it's Wonder Woman, and I'm and everyone was like, "Yeah, it wasn't leaked because nobody cares," because <laughs> this is like that. Yeah,
1: nobody Wonder woman cares. Game about. is uh, as a standalone is- that's a tall order to try to sell. Um, yeah. So is that that all we got there? That's
2: those are the big ones that I yeah. wanted to cover. There are others, but uh, there's a million of these. And so we, we could have watch.
1: recommended system set specs for the God of War 2018 uh, PC release. So to play the game on Ultra at 4K and get 60 FPS, you're looking at needing a 3080 or 6800 XT a i9-9900K or a 3950X um, which suggests that this game is uh, a little more CPU bound than I would have expected Uh, but fret not if you're just looking for 1080p 60 on high you can get away with a 1070 or a 5600 XT a 4770K or a 2700 on the AMD side Um, Some of these specs seem kind of imbalanced, like the single-threaded performance on a 2700 from AMD is a lot higher than that of a 4770K and has twice as many cores, so I'm not exactly sure why they feel that those are equivalent, but um, Cessla V, you know these these requirements are always a little wacky anyway. Um, But it seems like you're going to be able to play it without the need for a huge uh,
0: mm-hmm.
1: huge upgrade to your PC. The Final Fantasy VII Remake is bringing the $70 game to PC. Most new PC games are still 60 but Square Enix is pushing for the next-gen premium pricing, baby. Um, just wait a year until it's on sale. That's my my advice to all of you. Um, and we have some more confirmation ahead of the game. The words the Dragon Age 4 will be single-player focus. I'll believe that when i see it um they the need to tack on a multiplayer to inquisition i think hurt that game a little bit even though it was okay and let's talk quickly here about primal force
2: all righty huh.
1: uh, no transition that, so. we ain't got time for that <laughs> Man,
3: this movie what, what is there to be said about this masterpiece of a of a sci-fi original movie uh quick a 90 minute watch short, sweet, to the point I love these movies because they just get right into it. They don't mess around with any of that, that clunky character building or world building. They just jump into it. They say, here's a monkey. He's attacking people. No, uh, there's a I lot don't of think them. they do. Uh, they, they they show uh, some nightmares uh, from Ron Perlman aka our main coon uh, protagonist here. Uh, love him he's great in this he's a he's an angry man in a shack uh, suffering from PTSD they show the real raw emotional issues that that, that trauma survivors go through as in uh, not being able to shoot well unless you're drunk um, and uh, and nothing that else scene, that scene was very important to the movie yes well they yeah they, they he can he can shoot poorly sometimes and he can shoot really really well other times. And the other other times, the other 33% of the time, he just shoots wildly into the brush, wasting ammunition that is a problem later. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: It's because of critical plot point. Um, <coughs>
3: spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. They run so, out of ammo.
2: So as I alluded to in the, all the way back in the beginning of our show, um, I can explain this plot in two sentences. Um, people are stranded on an island filled with scientifically advanced super monkeys ron perlman needs to save them wow that's that was the that was the uh, the premise yeah the longer
1: yeah. version is uh chuck schumer is trying to sell an island in mexico and <laughs> the helicopter <laughs> he does look like crashes and so this little jewish princess he's with
2: <laughs> yep. Um. The, the, like, I, exa- I had that exact moment when he's carrying the luggage. And I'm like, it's Her Royal Highness's matched luggage.
3: Uh. Yeah, uh, okay, so I got some quotes here. And one of them was the quote of uh, ah, Frank Brody. Kelsey is dragging a heavy suitcase alongside her. We leave everything here. Throws it away. Kelsey. That's a $1,000 suitcase. Frank Brody. Shoots a suitcase into small pieces. (laughs) Not anymore. Oh,
0: Oh, dude!
3: uh, You just got monkeys. You got Brody. And then Kelsey,
1: (laughs) they try to, like, redeem her character a little bit, make her seem like she's hard or whatever. And she's like, oh, man, I wish I had my 9mm. It's like, no one fucking calls it that. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I wish I had my 9mm
3: semi-automatic pistol that I like to shoot on the weekends.
2: Welcome to Girl Power in the late '90s, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yeah, um, I don't know how this movie did not win the Oscar for Best Film Editing. Um, it was uh, truly transcendent work.
2: They they really worked to make those monkeys seem like they actually had monkeys to work with.
1: Yeah, all all these attack sequences are just you know masterfully done. Like you, you can want? Totally tell what's going on.
2: Yeah, they put their budget into the set. But we, you need budget to have one close-up monkey shot. You, we call it the monkey shot.
3: <laughs> it's the monkey shot, and, I, and boy, did I live and breathe for this monkey shot.
2: But we didn't, we didn't really get one though. That's the problem. Like oh, even you when didn't they see
3: the monkey shot,
2: they is when they ran they, up, but it kept cutting. That? Oh yeah, it showed their eyes. But I want to see an entire full-facing monkey.
1: So. Somehow, this movie cast Ron Perlman, but they did not utilize his talents for narration. Um, yeah. So you could have had him go. Animal testing. Animal testing never changes.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like, dude, a narrator would have solved it. Would it would have been cheesy, but it would have solved a lot of problems.
0: And you had
1: a good one. Yeah. Cast in your lead role.
3: Yeah. And then the gang make their way through the jungle, but maybe not the jungle. Maybe you they go have just by the told river. It from his
1: perspective, mm-hmm. you know, like him, like keeping a log of his this journey.
2: Oh yeah, what? that would have been cool. That would have been a cool narrative device. Didn't use. They used instead no narrative device. <laughs> um, they get to the island and they have a guy named Kovacs. And bless this movie for being a late '90s movie, because you got to have a man named Kovacs in the in the tech chair. gotta gotta have kovacs kovacs is to late 90s what ramirez is to the late 2010s
3: (laughs) yeah kovacs was was killing it on the beach and he was setting off thermal detectors and all that shit and boy did he go down like a bitch when so uh, you uh they swiped that gun somewhere. you said that the yeah.
1: budget went into the setting i disagree i think a thousand percent of the budget went into the fireball or they <laughs> blew up the cave and accomplished nothing
2: i i do fully believe that a thousand over a hundred percent of the budget went into this uh movie they they probably went way over budget <laughs> and sci fi's oh, yeah. like Hmm, we're not gonna get our um, money back, the are sexual we?
1: Sexual tension between Ron Perlman's character and the leader of the rescue squad was mm-hmm. was quite palpable. Um, yeah.
2: The, I and at the so at the beginning of the movie, like as soon as people start getting attacked, I'm like, okay, who's gonna make it out? Make your bets now. Which of these, like, it's gotta be like you're gonna have a final girl, right? You have one. The last person to make it out. Maybe it's Ron and and the girl, or maybe it's just you know the girl who looks like Courtney Cox's stunt double because they couldn't get her because she had all that friends money. Um, but the people who go in and the people who make it out. Um, oh boy, not what I expected. Um, yeah, the plot is they go into the jungle and then someone like trips over a rock and that <laughs> people start dying because. <laughs> You made the mistake of tripping over a rock, and they got ambushed. Like, Ron knows. When he walks into this, into this assignment, he knows that there are super smart monkeys and hyper-aggressive monkeys that will attack at any moment. And he walks through a valley. Like, not even cowboys. Uh, even cowboys know to not walk through a valley when you're surrounded and could be possibly ambushed. That's the worst place to do it and of course they die by ambush for, from monkeys in a superior position go along the ridge it's not that hard um but they make it to the plane and they hang out there and then they got to go back to the boat but then the boat's gone so they got to go back to the the tower which i, I have words to say about that tower yeah,
1: they, <laughs> the tower where the t- they they hold out and then you know the Pete. three least likable characters make it out.
2: Yep.
3: Um,
1: and no one else does.
2: No. Um,
3: Ron, get, Ron gets to save the the daughter of the scientist who made the monkeys and she... Because of course she, she's the daughter of the scientist. Yeah, she, she wanted to know more In, about her dad, so why not learn about your dad by going to you his... Know, like, uh, they
1: almost could have done something interesting with that if they had, like, Revealed her to have orchestrated the plane crash in the beginning, mm-hmm. so that she would have the opportunity to go to the island. Yeah, but they're just like, oh no, there just happened to be a plane crash, so I saw my opportunity. I've been waiting here for like years, I guess, trying to. Mm-hmm. Get, uh,
2: or you could do, oh, here's a good idea. Like she has, she has like secret like congenital, long term cancer or some shit, and like he was trying to like solve solve that with the monkey testing and she yeah, didn't she even was, know until she read his like audio log like wait
1: fucking the plot of Sonic Adventure 2.
2: <laughs> I think so <laughs> this movie would be a lot better if it was Sonic Adventure 2 <laughs>
3: <laughs> well I was I was thinking the same thing like or do something where maybe she has like an ulterior motive like she followed in her father's footsteps and kept that until the very end and was like no like wait kill all the monkeys we gotta save at least some of them to continue his research and ron perlman's like you fucking kidding me and then kills her or some shit. yeah they
1: wait until the third act to do that mm-hmm.
2: exposition dump and everyone's got daddy issues i did not i underestimated how much talk of dads or daddies was going yeah. to be in this movie
1: yeah it was quite a bit um and ron perlman's
3: was... just like my dad was a cat I guess there's really nothing
1: to... The meaning of this movie is just a bunch of nothing happening and occasionally a monkey gets someone. Yeah, monkeys what run in the, the back...
2: Guys in monkey suits run in the background. Uh, so you kind of think that there's monkeys there. Uh, and Ron Perlman takes an hour to tell everyone. Even though he was a, he was called for this mission because he was there before and knows <laughs> like, what's going on there. No. <laughs> but no one can get that information out of him until like they're deep in it.
3: The real villain of this story, and I'm going to be real with you, is fucking Ron Perlman. Like, all the culpability falls on Ron Perlman's character, Frank Brody, who does not divulge what happened on this island. Uh, He he gets the idea that, like, they're covering this shit up. Well, he knows they covered it up. He says at the end they're going to sweep it out of the rug just like they did last time. They're going to make
1: it look like an accident.
3: (laughs) Just like they did last time. Love is acting, by the way. Fantastic. But he knows that they covered it up. So, like, people don't know about these these dangerous monkeys on this island and he doesn't tell them. Like, the entire boat ride, he's gathering guns and everything and he's like...
2: And they're like, why? Why Why are you gathering guns for a rescue mission? Why do you
3: have all these guns? Why do you have all these guns,
1: Ron? All this could have been solved by him going, there's dangerous monkeys on this island and we need to protect ourselves.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And then they go, oh! Oh, well, can we just hey oh, they call up the I girl or the guns. dad and like hey you want to rescue your daughter right can we just get a helicopter a
1: helicopter we'll, we'll pick them up and then we'll just we'll be out of here done
2: no one has yeah. to be in danger from any monkeys i never heard anything i never saw anything you give me my payday <laughs> this <is
3: funny. laughs>
2: and this all goes under the rug
3: there's probably, like, a fucking helicopter tour at the local nearest island or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that could have been the better solution. Next
1: door could have lent their <laughs> helicopter that they used to the fucking... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not a great movie. There's um, a lot
3: of plot holes is what we're trying to get but Yes. <laughs> the,
1: the, the, it is almost redeemed by the fucking fight scene between Ron Pullman and the monkey. Monkey, the yes.
3: Come on! How awesome was that? You got Ron was, Perlman right, fighting a good. baboon. A it was the
2: exact monkey that killed his partner.
3: <laughs> you remember me, son of
0: a bitch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Come on! There's nothing more dope than that. There's nothing more '90s than that. Is that they're just gonna have this action star fight a uh, you know a, a roided out <laughs> baboon? That's not man. Vin Diesel.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And and you love how they... I love how they... Oh, God. There's so many stupid things about that last scene. One of which, uh, there's the tower that has the latch on the bottom, as if monkeys don't know how to climb up and around. You know, these tree-dwelling animals can't get through that iron grate, and it's not like the structure is open to being well, clambered on.
3: Everyone knows monkeys can't climb. <laughs> well, Ron, Ron, uh, Frank even said he guess. was like ron's character frank even said he's like oh metal won't hold them like that that won't hold them so like okay but this, metal, this so let's that, go to the metal tower that'll that'll keep us safe right yep but as long as they're up higher first they're just like how the heck how do we get down from we gotta go how this we came up through here so like now it's gone <laughs> yeah we're stuck the up door, here the door we're stuck guys Guys, we're stuck. You smell that? You smell that gassy gasoline that we're uh, we, we, we don't problem. recognize. Yeah, it's bad. news. Possibly could be afraid of. Let's uh let's keep on climbing. Gasoline well. that's
2: you know still good after ten years.
3: Sure. It won't like, be as good. There maybe.
2: May- Alright, it's an island station. Maybe it was diesel because they're running a roughshod cheap yeah, operation. Out. I
1: filled it with diesel.
3: <laughs> well, if it, it was diesel, then it wouldn't even light in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, having it be diesel makes more sense. <laughs> but having it diesel would make it fucking useless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it wouldn't fucking ignite.
2: <laughs> oh, good job, sci fi. and And, you know, we got to talk about the the whole plot the whole climax hinges on them trying to throw this storm lantern into the gasoline and Ron who has been smoking the entire movie has no other source of ignition when this plan goes awry.
3: No no cigarette flip. Come on. Yeah. Come on. No, it should have been like a
1: fucking
2: lights out baboon. Or no,
1: he's like on the verge of death. And he takes one last drag from his cigarette. When he no. dies, it falls from his lip and ignites the thing. Come on, this is so easy. <laughs> yeah, it's so
3: easy. yeah, and then and then you can just cut out that last bit of tension where like the girls get the life raft. they they make they head oh like, yeah, compl- oh yeah, on the guy who's injured. Who's limping through the floor? Yeah, who's gonna, gonna have shame.
1: to like? After clearly they're like, oh, it's only big enough for two people. One's gonna have to swim alongside it. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking cripple is gonna swim alongside yeah. it. All,
2: and that whole that whole plot device too is so stupid. Like I know they're trying to set up the final act, but you know, you would have been easy. Send the vulnerable, you know, the mo- the people you need to rescue. Put them on the boat and get them out of here. Yeah. So they're they don't they're not a liability. So, you know, they
0: can get help.
2: <laughs> but it was okay because they definitely were useful during the climax. You know, all those times that they helped out during the climax.
1: Adult, I mean, the two, they shot like two monkeys.
3: <laughs> Even the guy that was bleeding out, I think, did more work. Oh, <laughs> he, he, killed did.
0: The, mm-hmm. he killed the... He
3: killed the significant monkey. He killed you the, have, the one that actually got it. Well, in. you can't expect the princes of Druidia to do any work. <laughs> Like, I, yeah. I think it would have been a better ending if they got on the life raft, uh, tried to escape, and they got washed back to shore because of the massive waves rolling in, and then got attacked by the monkeys. <laughs> that would have been good. <laughs> just would, let everyone Because that have been at least a little realistic.
1: Yes, I mean, I, you don't root for any of these characters. No. Um, but you don't no. root against them, so it's not like you're rooting for the monkeys. It just kind of, the whole thing just kind of washes over you, and you have no attachment or investment to it um it's pretty much just uh, much much like
2: it, the poo in a monkey's hand this was flung at us yeah. and we just had to take it in the face
1: yeah it was uh i, I can't say watch it it's not i mean it, no. Don't. Yeah, it's not really so bad it's good sort of thing it's just like kind of boring um yeah. there is some there is some hilarity to be sure uh but i think Unless you're watching it with some drinks and some friends, um, yep. you're better off skipping it.
2: And I did have the. I think the drinking rules keep you pretty active for this whole movie. So here are the drinking rules that I set up for the for the crowd, and you can do this at home um, when you're when you're going for it. Um, so drink when Ron drinks. Drink when any character dies. Uh, drink when you see a monkey's face. Um, drink whenever someone mentions dad, daddy, father issues, and then finish your drink at the time when Ron finally explains the plot. And those are the drinking rules. They'll that keep you going. Like keep yeah, you going all keep night. You
3: yeah. Um,
1: so that's Primal Force. Um, join us next week. We'll be taking a look at uh, the animated classic Batman, Batman which I'm sure Jake is almost finished with by this point.
3: Yeah, I'm actually on, like, the last season. Oh,
1: well, pleasantly surprised yeah. to hear
0: that.
3: Yeah. Um, it, it's it not is, that hard of a watch. Yeah,
0: it's only 39
1: episodes, and they're all very good.
3: I, I definitely don't watch it while I work at home. <laughs> <laughs> definitely don't. No, I, I am hard at work. Uh,
2: I work at the, the adult factory. The business factory. I'm, I'm Vincent Adultman.
1: Vincent Adultman.
3: It's a, dull, it's a doll The doll store, or what? Uh.
1: All right, so that's gonna be a wrap on episode two ninety three of the Saturn Studs podcast. Once again, join us next week for that. Uh, I don't know when we're gonna get the stream back up and running. Maybe next week, but definitely by the the start of the new year, I'll have will figured it out and we'll mm-hmm. cool. we'll have the stream going again. But just uh, sit tight and stay posted to Twitter. Uh, stud Saturn, uh, check out the other Iron Blood Gaming people on Twitter. Um, their handles are on the on the thing somewhere. Um, yep, <laughs> is a place to go for all our stuff, uh, including old episode archives, so you can look back at previous '90s winners and see what the hell we were talking about back then. Um, and until next time, be well, stay safe, and party like it's 1995.
3: Peace. Bye-bye.